0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
1: Future Talk with Amya Al-Saleh and Hani Balkis.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkis, bring you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday. It is a beautiful day right here in the UAE and in Sharjah. And I'm hoping you guys are having a great day as well. The vibes right here in the Pulse95 studio are electric because we have a lot of tech news to talk about today. Kicking off, we're talking about Abu Dhabi Agritech firm and how they will be investing $54.5 million to upgrade around 80 farms in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi. And we're also going to be talking about post-5G world. Now, we do know around last year, a lot of us, you know, we tapped into the 5G universe, but now... We're going to be talking about 6G and how soon will it actually come to our phones and to our devices. And I'm going to be giving you guys everything that you need to know about the ultra high speed 6G. And for our tech this out segment, we're talking all about American muscle cars. Now, when we think about American muscle cars, the number two cars that, you know, that come to my mind is Dodge Challenger and the Charger. But Dodge has a different idea for American muscle because they're going to phase out electric vehicle cars the electric version of the challenger and the charger we're going to get into that in just a bit and also we will be talking about nasa preparing to deflect an asteroid for the first time in a planetary defense mission now when you think about that you're thinking about the movie armageddon but no ladies and gentlemen this is now real life and for our How Do You Tech segment, we're going to be teaching you guys how to donate points that you have earned through the well-known Talabat app and how you can give back to the community in just a few simple taps. Ladies and gentlemen, do keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about the future of farming. Daily digital news. Bits and bites connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about technology, rarely we associate it with farming. But now, Abu Dhabi Agritech firm that goes by the name of Silal is going to invest $54.5 million to, gra- to upgrade around 80 farms in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi. Now, it is a part of the ADQ holding firm and will invest around 200 million dirhams or $54.5 million to boost production levels and even ensure better quality produce at local farms in the emirate. Now, with that investment, Salal will provide 80 select farms with greenhouse or net house facilities that will be fitted with smart irrigation, crop monitoring systems and work with farmers to maximize profitability. Now, this is obviously in line with the seventh principle of the principles of the 50, which does stress the importance of digital, technical and scientific excellence in defining the country's development and that does consolidate in its position as a global hub for talent, companies and investments. Now, with this new investment, Salal will start upgrading the farms over the course of around 2 years and it will be starting uh you know end of 2021. So far, around 40 farmers have been selected and they will form part of the project's first phase and these plans are, you know, there There are plans to add more farmers into the program and increase technology adoption in the agriculture sector right here in the UAE. Now, these farmers will also learn how to use technology to increase their production and lower operating costs. Now, again, we've talked about this time and time again. Technology isn't only, you know, for social media, for the health sector for you know games for your car there's a technology can be applied and implemented in every single sector so we're looking at a new age of farming right now agri-tech not agriculture agri-tech and 80 farms right here in the capital of abu dhabi will be selected first for the trial phase we'll see how it goes and then the full blown on plan is to keep all farms in the uae go a little bit more into the technology technological sector use smart systems because again what is the main reason for technology to make our lives easier and with that with technology being implemented in the farming industry is going to make our lives a lot easier because cost of production, labor, uh, time efficiency. So we're looking at so many good and pros instead of cons because at this moment right now, I don't feel that there's any con with bringing technology to any type of sector because, again, we're, look- we're looking at reducing in time. Number one thing, time is money. We're looking at time reduction when um, you know technology does come into these firms. So I'm really excited to see how far we can push technology and is this just this isn't just the beginning, right? We're looking at more and more and more and more. This is, you know, just a one small step and hopefully soon enough, a lot of farms or all of the farms right here in the UAE will go to a more technological approach. And I'm really excited. Hats off to the UAE again, leaving no leaf unturned. We're trying all sectors. We're, we're jumping into all sectors, whether it's space or farms right here in the UAE. Very excited about that. But ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about 6G technology. Now, yes, we recently had, you know, 5G and everyone's been crazy and happy about 5G. But let's talk about the next ultra high speed 6G that will change the lives of many, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to leave you with It Ain't Me by Selena Gomez. Daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world. The race to 6G crazy, right? Just a couple of months ago, or even a year ago, we're all excited that you know the iPhone 12 had 5G capability. Everyone was, you know, getting their hands on 5G and we were like, wow, this is fast. This is good. This is cool. But what if I told you the race to 6G is now on and 5G might actually be a thing of the past. Past And now I'm going to be telling you guys what you need to know about the ultra high speed post 5G world. Fun fact, though, only about 30% of the world uses 5G. But the global race for super fast 6G is now on. Now, you've obviously heard about 3G, 4G and 5G, 5G. I mean, each one is different generations of wireless networks, and it is a continuous progression that can sometimes be too fast to keep track of. Now, I remember 3G was, you know, groundbreaking from the 2G. And then we had 4G and a lot of people actually didn't complain about 4G. 4G was pretty good. It took a while for us to get to 5G, but once we felt the capability, the fastness of 5G, we kind of never wanted to go back. And sometimes I do get a little bit annoyed when my data goes to 4G instead of 5G. But now we're looking at a whole new playing field with 6G. Now, as of now, 5G is just getting rolled out across the planet. Like I said, only 30% of the world uses 5G right now. But 6G plans are already underway and possibly will be providing internet connections to outer space, believe it or not. Now, we're going to be telling you the lowdown on 6G. Now, the question is, does 6G really exist? Now, on paper it does, and there was some experienced experimental networks, and yes, it does work. But 6G is just a breadth away from 5G, but it's actually a massive jump in functionality, speed, and coverage. And there's a flood of inv- innovations with at least 20,000 patented applications related to 6G alone. Now, in simple terms, it is in the trial stages, and 6G does have a good chance of making 5G a has been in the mobile dating networking uh, sector. And again, we do know that 5G was crazy. I mean, I think I was getting like um around 700 megabytes per second uh, on my phone when 5g first rolled out but the question is why are we so excited for 6g why are we racing to 6g already when 5g does seem to be doing the job so i'm gonna be telling you what makes it different from 5g now theoretically 6g could you know supersede existing networks and help make them a completely new type of internet and that would be done using higher frequency radio bands, and 6G does promise a much faster speed and lower latency, so you're not looking at the well-known lag because you're having very fast and stable connections. Now, as of 2020, uh, January 2020, commercial 5G networks have been deployed in around 378 cities across 34 countries. Now, another estimate does show that as of February 2021, over 30% of the world's countries do have access to 5G. And by the way, fun fact, the UAE does have the fastest 5G network. <laughs> Continuing the story, some estimates do forecast that by 2025, we will reach around 3.6 billion 5G connections. Now, why is it so necessary? Why are we looking towards 6G so much? Because, you know, it, it, it's it's the, the faster we go to 6G, because... We are looking at moon. We're looking at the moon right now. We're looking at space travel. We're looking at going to Mars. We're looking at the International Space Station. And if we can get 6G connections on on the moon in space, do you know what kind of game changer that could be? That would essentially change how we connect with one another. Because at one point when you're in space, if especially when you're going to Mars, you do have a delay between, uh, bet- between uh, radio networks. So with 6G, it might be no delay or a very small delay now obviously we're all becoming mega consumers of internet data and I use I myself on my phone I use probably 40 gigs of internet a day and uh, sorry 40 gigs of internet a month but again when we have faster speeds that means we will also consume more data so the question is is 6g ready for us or are we ready for 6g I'm excited for it. I wouldn't, you know, be uh, I I wouldn't be not too excited about it because you know we will have more artificial intelligence being implemented in 6G or 6G being implemented more in AI and artificial intelligence. And you know, we're looking at an estimate of around 2020, 2030 for 6G, around nine years away. But who knows? We might get it a little bit earlier. Our text lines are open four two one five. Let me know. Are you ready? for a 6g universe or are you happy with the 5g you have now i'm happy with the 5g but you know what they say there's always room for improvement check this out check this out 95. check this out ladies and gentlemen we're talking all about nasa now the story i'm gonna tell you about today the story we're talking about today at first glance, when you first hear about this, you're going to tell me, honey, you know, this is out of a movie. This is out of the Armageddon movie where, you know, there was asteroids falling to Earth. And, you know, America comes and destroys the asteroids and woo, day is saved, right? Well, I mean, that was from movie. But ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about how NASA is preparing to deflect an asteroid for the first time in a planetary defense test. Now. NASA is set to launch a spacecraft that will test whether or not it can deflect an asteroid away from potentially catastrophic collision with Mother Earth. So, yes, they are testing it out and they will see whether or not we are able to defend Earth if a huge asteroid comes and wants to destroy everything. And that is the same movie line, the plot of the Armageddon movie and a lot of movies. So, are we now playing sci-fi movies in real life are we now it's no longer sci-fi it is real life it is not fiction it is non-fiction now that is the question now fortunately enough this asteroid that they will be you know testing on is not a threat to earth but a lot of scientists including stephen hawking have described impact events as among the greatest threats that will that humanity will face and we do know the dinosaurs they went extinct because a huge asteroid put them away now we're looking at a takeoff for the double asteroid redirection test or in short nasa calls it the dart mission and it is scheduled for you know next tuesday and the spacecraft is attached to its payload adapter in spacex's facility at the vandenberg space force base in california and it will be launched on a top of a falcon 9 rocket so we are looking at spacex which is elon Musk's space uh, agency you know helping nasa and we do know that uh nasa did uh, sign a contract with elon musk and spacex and they will be providing a lot of their you know supplies and materials and rockets now the dart spacecraft itself is roughly the size of a small car and it's, its mission is being supported by the John Hopkins Applied Physics Laboratory. Now, it will eventually slam into a much larger target and hopefully shift its orbit. Now, it will be observed by the, you know, the, the the Cube satellite, which is developed by the Italian Space Agency, and it will be the first ever demonstration of the kinetic impactor technique that will change the motion of an asteroid in space. Hani, very big words. Yes, I know it's very big words. So, basically, we're looking at the DART spacecraft, being sent into space to redirect any asteroid coming to Earth. It will collide with the asteroid and redirect it so it will not hit our beautiful Mother Earth. Now, the, accumulation, or the culmination of the mission is estimated at around $330 million. And it will smash into a near-Earth doubled asteroid known as Didi Moise and demorphous which you know it's being a moonlit and it's estimated to be around 160 meters in size now we do know that at one point in time there is a risk of whether or not an asteroid does hit earth and nasa does want to be prepared for it so you know we're ready our and we're having all the other space agencies you know monitoring and seeing what could we do in a planetary defense mission if we do need to but i do know that this is crazy and when i first you know saw the story and i was reading upon it the number one thing that hit my brain was armageddon right but ladies and gentlemen i want to know your guys thoughts four two one five and let me know are you scared of being one day hit by an asteroid i'm not scared as long as you know NASA will come and save the day, apparently. But we got the halftime show, the only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar al Welcome to the show, brother. What's it's amazing on, having you on. I can't use this technological <laughs> s- songs. I'm going to put the Ooh, eye of the tiger, like brother. That. When I see you, Omar, <laughs> right, I feel motivated. I'm, I'm ready. I feel like I'm in a Rocky movie, you know? Yeah? I've seen you box, by the way. Yeah, it's horrible. But I'm a, <laughs> tell me, what are we expecting on the halftime show? On Don't the halftime to show
1: today, um, how much of uh, a risk are people going to take on their players? Bayern Munich have cut wages for unvaccinated players Oof. now. And it's causing a problem in the sports industry. Uh, the Green Bay Packers did it with Aaron Rodgers after he lied about being uh, vaccined. And also in football, Bayern Munich you know have started to cut wages for those players that are not taking the vaccine. So Europe is going crazy on that. LeBron James stole the headlines the other day following an elbow and we're looking at whether that was actually merited or because of his profile that has um, really gone to the media. And the last but not least, Manchester United fans have been dropping messages in my DMs since last week. Ole Gunnar has What did you say? Sacked. I'm going to be talking about that Yeah, on, uh, on I
0: think, I think you mess with the wrong crowd, <laughs> right? You know, those Manchester fans, they don't play around. they're serious yeah they are serious
1: and they're asking me who's going to be the next manager so we'll be discussing that and more on the halftime show
0: yeah i mean i'm not really big on football but i do know you know the manchester fans were like yeah we don't want him we don't want him yeah and then when he went out with that interview yeah like oh i kind of feel feel sorry for him him, (laughs) you know (laughs) so i mean i'm really interested to see what you got what's your take on that but ladies and gentlemen T-minus seven minutes to halftime show. The only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar Addouri. I will be seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. 95.